2: What's up, family? I cannot lie to y'all. I am more excited about this show than I have been about any show this year in large part because the energy has been immaculate. We have to cancel our pre-show 12:30 meeting because we had to address some things. I will tell you about them later.
3: But right now, that's Super Bowl champ James Jones. Are you still sweating, James, from your workout? Man, I'm sweating. I feel good. My chest is puffed out a little bit, but everything is off.
2: James Jones said that he could do 225 pounds for 25 or more reps. I will. Not tell you how it ended up just yet. I will tell you more about it later. Joy Taylor, you had to co-sign all of the shenanigans. How are you?
1: I'm just glad we are all here at this desk, uninjured. <laughs> it's very important. <laughs> I uh, yeah. I lifted a five pound dumbbell. There you go. Pilates. That Pilates counts. counts. That's the start. That that yeah. counts. So
0: Since it. you want to tell the world about Little James Jones workout. <laughs> Little James. What about the bet we got going on? they do. They to ride right with me. Wow, do you, you we have
2: help. family. I'm glad y'all are here. Turn your volumes up for this. Hold on. Hold on. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet, Heller, Not yet. We have a $10,000 bet between LaShawn, Shady, McCoy, and James. I don't know his middle name. Jones. DeAndre. On a DeAndre okay. Jones <laughs> on a 40-yard dash. You think of DeAndre? On. You think of a DeAndre going to beat me in this world? A DeAndre? A DeAndre? I don't know. I can't wait, Ooh, I for, it. I can't wait for it. I can't wait for it. I can't wait for it. Anyway, can we get started with the NBA? LeBron James, he put on a show last night. Let's cut straight to the VO of the Lakers, please. I want to see what LeBron James did in his finale. Phenomenal performance. The King, the King, y'all, they were down by 21 in the fourth quarter and LeBron James scored 19 points in the fourth quarter to lead the Lakers to a huge comeback. It is one of the biggest comeback wins the NBA has ever seen. The Lakers franchise, biggest comeback win they've seen since 2003. And I have to be honest, y'all, I'm going to tell y'all something I don't know if anybody else has said. It was incredibly impressive, meaningless, But it was incredibly impressive. I think everybody has to sober up for a moment, please. Can you get your water? Let's sober you up. Can you get your bread? Let's sober you up. Because the performance was impressive, y'all. But get your water, get your bread, and sober up. Because the performance was as meaningless as it was impressive. The reason I think so shady is because I felt like I was watching the Harlem Globetrotters. I was incredibly entertained. My eyes were tantalized. LeBron James, he sizzled. Illustrious performance performances. But then I thought to myself, he can't duplicate this. It took you five threes Mm -hmm. in the fourth quarter tied for your career highs most three-pointers made in the quarter, and y'all barely won? I look at the Lakers with LeBron James as an incredible anchor to a very bad relay team. If you can get the stick, the baton into LeBron James' hand, and he's in striking distance, you might have a chance. But you better pray that LeBron has enough to finish. The game we watched last night versus the Clippers is the same game we watched versus the Suns. The difference is the Lakers didn't have enough versus the Suns on Sunday night, and they had enough yesterday versus the Clippers. It was impressive. I will not take anything away from that. But two things can be true. If I'm being honest, it was kind of like before the show when Joy, I had to leave the studio and I walked across the way outside of the Fox lot and I walked into a weight room. Mm -hmm.
1: Oh my goodness!
2: And James Jones was underneath the bench press of 225. Uh huh. And what James Jones was doing was incredibly impressive. Look at me racking. He did 32 reps at 225. This is right before the show. Y'all see, I got my dress pants on, family. I got my dress pants on. It was impressive. It was absolutely meaningless because he didn't lock out. At
1: Are the combine,
2: they've taken all of them from you. Them is how all, how all many, all how many them. did you just huh? I did know? I uh-huh. didn't run. I, I didn't know. I was a wreck. Huh? I was a rat. you act like an officer, though.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like okay.
2: uh-huh. That's another one. So while it was oh, impressive, ah, that's James, one. <laughs> on, for one day, you can say that you and LeBron have a lot in common, no, James don't. DeAndre Jones. No. Incredibly impressive performances. But unfortunately, sir, I'm sobered up. Yeah. They were meaningless.
3: Um, The the only difference between that is if I walked in this building tomorrow, I'd give you 32 more. (laughs) That's the only difference. But this right here, man, I mean, first off, nothing impresses me that LeBron James does. LeBron James is a special basketball player. So if you told me he would take over another fourth quarter the way he did like this, I would not be surprised if LeBron James did that. He's that type of basketball player. But just like I said couple days ago, this is not a championship basketball team. You are down 21 in the fourth quarter. That means you have not been playing well as a basketball team. Did you find a way to win the basketball game? Absolutely. Did LeBron James play out of his mind and make every right play, whether that's making the bucket, driving to the basket, whether that's passing the basketball? Yes. But winning a championship, I don't think LeBron James can keep this up. He is going to need help, and we've been saying he's going to need help since Anthony Davis has walked into the Lakers organization. I don't see that happening this year, but what I witnessed, mm. down 21 points Crazy. in the fourth quarter, and to watch LeBron James five threes, make the right passes, obviously D'Lo <laughs> and uh, Hachemore, yep. whatever his name Hachimura. is, yeah. Hachimura was knocking down three pointers, but. Every play in the fourth quarter was the right play by LeBron James. And that is and that is special. But I do not think that he's going to be able to keep that up. But he got James in his name, and you just see what we do. With James <laughs> I'm still huffing and puffing <laughs> and all that right now. But you got James in your name. Then I mean, you like that,
1: You're you like that. Oh, man. Um, did this win change my opinion of the Lakers? No, because I still think that the Lakers are capable of playing at a high level. Do we think that the Clippers are a championship team?
2: Com- yes. Contenders. contenders. Why, they, why they
1: blow a 20-point lead? Mm-hmm. That's
2: Just another like, question. in yeah. the, the
1: first lead they've blown. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Talk about it. Why,
1: so while we're we talking about how how unimpressive or uh, meaningless this is, is it meaningful that the Clippers blew this lead?
3: Mm. Nope. You preaching.
1: Okay, so I think I think it is actually... Not impressive, but I, I think that the Lakers are capable of playing at this level. Like you said, nothing's going to impress you that LeBron does. This was an impressive performance because yeah. he's 39 years old and, and the way that it happens. And they are down 20. And, you know, it, it, it's, a, it's a swing of a game. People were leaving the arena. and Now they're, they're back in it and end up winning the game. It's against the Clippers. Obviously, you have all of that going on. I do think it's still impressive. Is it shocking? No, it's LeBron James. But when we're talking about the Lakers as a, a championship team or a team that's capable of going deep in the playoffs, I don't I don't really see much of the difference. I think Anthony Davis can still contribute when you have moments like this with D'Lo and Hachimura hitting hitting shots. You have Austin Reeves forcing turnovers. You need contributions from everyone. And if your best player, who is LeBron James, can step up in a big moment like this and give you this performance, I do think it, sh- it should give you some hope about what the Lakers are capable of. Because we did see this, not this exact team, but we saw LeBron James and Anthony Davis step up at the end of the season last year. Where And we wrote them off at this point in the season last year. And they went to the Western Conference Finals, which is very difficult to do. So I don't know that we necessarily learned anything lasting about the Lakers last night or lasting about LeBron James because he is one of the greatest players of all time and is capable of that on any given night. But the fact that he is capable of that on any given night, and then a team on the other side who we consider to be a really good team is capable of blowing it like that. That's how you win series.
0: I'm, I'm just confused. I'm confused about day. and I'm, I'm Maybe because I'm going last and I'm just listening <laughs> to all y'all talk. More of you two oh. than Joy, but did they lose a the game or something? No, sorry, no. Won. Did, they, did they lose a the game? They they won. Won. Did LeBron have a bad performance? No, an amazing performance. No, like, no they didn't amazing change my opinion about the Lakers. This is the same team last year that was in the play-in. And they, and they went all the way to the Western Conference Finals. Yes, sir. That, that happened. happened, that right? happened. No doubt it happened. So we look at the Clippers as a really, really good team. Good team. Good. When James Harden got there, we were all skeptical. How are they, they going to be? They, they started off bad, and then they finished really, really strong. Yes, sir. And the Lakers won this game. Give these boys his credit. Mm-hmm. AD, who I thought would play a lot better. He didn't. only had 20 points to like 12 rebounds, right? I, I thought that if they were win this game, he had to play a lot better. But King James came back. Sure. You? The King James, that was what, down 3-1 oh, to the, the, the Warriors? He showed up. Mm-hmm. Down 21 points, quarter, what did he do? Show he up. won the game. Get his, get his team some credit. Because if they go back to the Western Conference Finals, like they did last year, what y'all going to say about them? That's an accomplishment, though. And if you could do that, anything is possible. So I'm hearing and listening to you guys talk. It's like y'all speaking of this team as if they had a bad performance and they lost. Mm-mm. They won this game. Mm-mm. So I, I just, it's just pissing me off. because <laughs> Hold on, because I know how hard it's to win in this league. We can, can we go back in time for a second? Go back. Did we not they see Kevin Durant and the, the OK um, um, Thunder lose to the Warriors? They were up. Up 3-1. And they gave it up, and they yeah. lost. Yeah. We've seen the, the Warriors up. 3-1. Another team. And what they do? They give a 3-1 lead to the, to the um, Cavs. Yeah. Yeah. So in sports, in any sports, basketball, for whatever it may be, you got to finish. It ain't how you yeah. start. It's how you finish. That's facts. Give this man and, and his team some credit. This King James for a reason.
3: Crown him credit for last
2: night. Here's the thing is, for me, it's not about giving him credit. It's about context, 2-5. It is about context. I'm not so high and mighty on my LeBron James horse to not recognize, yo, we saw the same performance by LeBron on Sunday night. Like, Sunday night, LeBron had 28-12-7. and seven. The difference between Sunday night and last night was last night it was a potent yeah. fourth quarter. 19 points in the fourth quarter. After third quarter, he was relatively absent. But on Sunday, he just did it throughout the duration of the game. What was the difference? The difference was on Sunday, you're facing a Suns team that got KD, that got Book. Last night, there was no Paul George. No PG. Now, you've still got Kawhi Leonard out there, who is a great all-time great of this generation, particularly, but Shady, I'm not so drunk on the LeBron James Kool-Aid, and I love me some LeBron James. LeBron James, Steph Curry, two players I love the most right now. But I'm not so drunk on the Kool-Aid that I'm not absent of the fact of it took 19 points by LeBron, Joy Taylor, 19, and you won one by two. Mm. Mm. So LeBron's going to have to have miraculous <laughs> performances. Miraculous, you Miraculous. Be yeah. And you still are going to barely win. Now imagine what happens when LeBron is human. That's all I'm saying. Imagine, because Joy, you said it brilliantly yesterday. The beauty of basketball, you got to win four. Mm-hmm. You got to win four. That is. So y'all expect, Shady more so you than anybody, you think LeBron going to do that four times? And then four <laughs> times four I times? Wait, wait, wait. Four times. So times. Wait, you asking me about, what's, what's the guy's name you asked me about? LeBron James.
0: <laughs> you asked me if LeBron they can do this again? Le- LeBron no. James?
2: Four times. They not and be then four times, why, four times. Ryan, Ryan, you can play this game. They're not going to be down 24 they gonna be every down game.
1: They're
2: going to be down every game, 21 points. If the Lakers are going to go where Joy, you want them to go, Shady, you want them to go, James, you want them to go, and I want them to go, them to go this is what it's going to take. No. We all know this. Has, they can't has, expect that. Has, has that been on. what it's, what it's that's what it, In my mind, that's what it took last year. Remember no. last year. Remember
1: last year. Anthony Davis stepped up tremendously at the end yeah. of the season. Correct.
2: He stepped up, especially in the playoffs. He started giving you back-to-back performances. He broke the curse of ADs never scored 20 in back-to-back games last year in the playoffs. But then what happened when the Lakers had to play the game that really mattered most in the Western Conference? LeBron did this last year, you well, He gave you 30 points and a half.
3: Yeah, but I'm going to tell you this, though. Talk if if we are expecting LeBron James to do this, Lakers fans, Lakers the organization, they are not making it back to the Western Conference Finals. He's going to need Anthony Davis to show up if they are going to make it back to the Western Conference Finals. Will Anthony Davis shows up? That's always a question mark. But if they are depending on LeBron James to go out there and do what he did last night or have a 30-point quarter or have five threes in a quarter, it's not going to happen consistently to where they are going to beat these good teams Four times. That's not going to happen. So if you're thinking that's going to happen, it's not. They need Anthony Davis. They need key role players to step up to be able to help Bron. I don't think the Lakers are going to be going into some of these games down 20 every game. They're going to make these games competitive. But if you're expecting Bron to have performances like this night in and night out and get to the Western Conference Finals, you're crazy. Joy, here's my question, and it's for you and Shady, though. It's What does show up look like?
2: Ad had or twenty AD. and twelve yesterday. Now it's not forty and twenty, yeah. but he had twenty and twelve. He shot efficiently, eight or fifteen for field. It's, it's when he's giving you two. no doubt. Okay, D'Lo, he gave you eighteen. Nacho he gave you seventeen. So, we'll take that, take so that. I'm like, they showed up. That's why. A- I- if D'Lo gives you eighteen, that's a win. If Nacho gives you seventeen, y'all, that's a win. Austin if Austin Reeves, Reeves hovers mean- around thirteen to seventeen, that's a win. Mm-hmm. If Ad gives you twenty and twelve, I would suggest. Now Shady makes a gr- brilliant point. When did he give it to you? Yeah. But if Ad Sweet. gives you twenty and twelve, that's a win. LeBron gave you 19 and a quarter. And all I'm saying, Joy, and all I'm saying is shady, and y'all please take the baton and run with it, is he did all that and they barely won. It came down to the last possession. It came down to Kawhi Leonard, what you got for me, and Paul George did not play. That's the only reason I'm not as drunk and as hype and as, oh, my God, I love the Lakers. Because I just looked at I'm like, dang, LeBron, you did all that and you're one by four?
1: I don't care at all how many points they won by. That is not applicable to basketball in any way. Just, <clears throat> we do not expect teams to get blown out every single night. Good teams lose one night. They blow a team out the next night. The, the amount of points that they won by means absolutely nothing to me. In fact, them being down as much as they were actually doesn't mean much to me either, because I don't expect them to get that far into the hole, and I don't expect the, the, them to have to deal with this particular situation night in and night out, especially when it comes to the postseason. This is a team that has postseason experience, especially at the top. When we're talking about regular season games, night in and night out, you lose one, you win one, you, you play really well in this game, and you still lose. You play terrible in this game, and you win. This is a very long season in the NBA, when you're talking about when you get to the postseason, what they're capable of, because this is the conversation that we're having about the Lakers, not how well can they do during the regular season. It's what they're able to do in the postseason. They have a lot of experience. They have a lot of ability to game plan for younger teams who who are not as experienced. They have matchups that they have to, to deal with. They have to get healthy and be healthy going into the postseason. There's a lot of factors with this. The thing that will give you faith in the Lakers going into the postseason is LeBron James and Anthony Davis mm-hmm. being healthy, of course, number one but how they're able to match up in the postseason. Well, it's LeBron James. You don't think that he can have a performance like this if they get in a situation like this in the postseason? I think he can. He just showed you I'd that he can. Yeah. You're talking about that he did this on Sunday as well. They just went up against a team that wasn't didn't blow it. But I, no, the, how, how this game went, other than the fact that LeBron James was spectacular in the fourth quarter, is not surprising to me at all. And I don't think it's a reflection of what they're capable of during the, the postseason. So Paul George didn't play, and they won by... Four points. So what?
2: To me, right. that's everything. I mean, to me, everything. That's everything. how many
1: points they win by? To me, it's if
2: Paul George didn't play, and it, LeBron James had one of the best performances we've seen. LeBron James had in a quarter in his career, and you still squeak out of there. To me, that's to me that's significant. If, to me, that's basketball. To okay. me, that's sports. To me, that that's find a way to
0: win. Right? Name me a team that wins championships without a closer. They mean a team that, yo, we playing terrible, you playing bad, we need our starters carrying us. That happens all the time. It's sure. football and basketball. So I, you're looking at this particular game, you, you can't do that. They find a way to win a game. They were down 21 points. How much a big league you think they're going to win by, Acho, They're down 21. They're going to win by 10, That's 12 points. Biggest so my thing is, like, you got to take every game for what it is. Yeah. This game, paulgers, no paulgers. They find a way to win. Other games, they might, it will be a close game no matter who's playing. I just, I just love to see them fighting. Because, like, if we're already a, a losing team right now, yep. right, and we're down 21, most losing teams, what do they do? Fold. They're going to fold. The king found a way to bring his team to victory. So we got to give this dude some credit for that. This. Here we- and another, and right, another right, thing, right. you talked about AD, the way he played. One thing about AD I, don't, I still can't figure out is, like, he's not super consistent. Now, one thing I will give him credit for, on defense, he's always consistent, right? right. He might not score on, on the stat sheet 30, 40 points every game, but he going to affect the game defensively. Sure. And my thing is, if we can get him to give you 25, 30 points and win it give it to you, because sometimes he'll kill the first half, the second half, you can't even find him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if we can get him to do that in the a, in a game, first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter, finish out like LeBron, then they're going to be a better team. So, but we can't pick every
3: game, oh, because they won by two yeah. points. We can't do that. Well, go well, ahead. You. No, that's that's an impressive win. I, I'm just going to say that. And it's the Clippers, too, not though. are going to be down 21 points. Like, if you're not down 21 points and... The role players played the way they played last night. They are gonna win a lot of games like that if you're not down 21 points. Thank you. My question is to get back to let's just say the Western Conference Finals, because yes, that's sir. where they were last year. Mm-hmm. What Anthony Davis do you need? Because we saying when he has to give it to you, we saying hey. he need 30 and, and 10. Like what does he have to do to get I the bel- Lakers help I, get the? I Lakers believe he has Western to
2: average Conference. 28 and 14 you need a 30 point ad and that's what you saw last year to get there yeah, you're right. because shady you said this is sports and let me not challenge that opinion but let more, me try to challenge your opinion i like to be challenged <laughs> <laughs> I, what i think in sports i think the most important question particularly when you lose or when somebody beats you is can you duplicate that i love i love the fact that shady and i were former teammates cuz i will bring up often i could cover shady at times <laughs> but the dilemma do. is acho Can you duplicate that? And more often than not, I couldn't duplicate it. Because if I was covering Shady, I either got lucky or I knew based upon his stem if he was going out or in. Mm. But I couldn't duplicate it. When I'm watching the Lakers last night, I'm asking myself, can you duplicate that? And I don't think personally, that the Lakers can duplicate that performance four times over and then four times those four times over because you got to win 16 times to win an NBA title as opposed to because we saw the same performance I remind everybody burst the suns so the uh, only reason I have a lot more pause than everybody at this desk isn't cuz it wasn't impressive it's because I don't believe personally that LeBron James and the Lakers can duplicate that Tim Legler said post game and I love what he said he said the Lakers are the definition of mediocrity Mm, The definition that team is mediocre with LeBron James and LeBron James can do that. He just can't do that as often as he used to be able to do it four or five years ago. So I don't even disagree with much of y'all at this desk. I'm simply saying I don't believe that LeBron James can duplicate that. And if he can't, what's that mean? It means that A.D. like Joy and like James, y'all have both said A.D. got to go crazy. And can A.D. duplicate that? But the thing with the Lakers is this. You talk about A.D., he is
0: that good where yeah. he can give you that, though. And sometimes he goes up and down. But let's say if he just stick up here, oh, oh. He does. <laughs> sometimes he sticks up here. we like, yo, you well see? And then he you know, he well drops fed. down. So you never know what the Lakers in AD. But I'll just say I can't count them out because oh, they no. did this last year. Yeah. If they didn't do this, if they didn't start in the play-in, if they didn't start in the play-in, mm-hmm. If they didn't start in the play-in and go to the Western Conference Finals, then I would say you're right. But
2: I've seen it happen, and I can't write them off. I love it. I love it. Well, Miko Hardman as we transition to My the NFL. Boy. Kansas City Chiefs. He's a player who won the Super Bowl for them. But he's calling out his former team. Remember, the Jets started with the season with Miko Hardman. He left the Jets. He went to the Chiefs. After winning a Super Bowl with the Chiefs, he recently threw all the shade in the world at the Jets. We have to chime in on it. And you got to hear what he said. That's next. Is it
3: shade or is it the truth? It's the truth. Don't forget. Check us out every day. Fox
2: Sports Channel. Serious. Excellent.
4: Getting ready to take on spring?
2: Family, we are in second and short. Did I hear a whistle? I didn't hear the whistle. (laughs) There it is. There it is. We're in second and short. Chiefs wide receiver Miko Hardman. We all know him because he scored the game-winning touchdown for the Super Bowl. But before he was on the Chiefs, he was on the Jets this season. And he threw some shade talking about his former team. He didn't hold back at all whatsoever. Here's what he had to say. Throw the quote up in the big board, please. He said, look. The offense is just like, we'll just figure it out. It's Aaron's show. Let Aaron do what Aaron does. Then when Aaron goes down, it's like we don't know what to do. Miko Hardman, wide receiver for the Jets, leaves, joins the Chiefs, and he lets us in on the secret of the chaos that occurred. I got Aaron Rodgers' former teammate, James Jones. Yeah. How big a deal is this, the chaos that Miko's letting us into
3: <laughs> on the Jets and Aaron Rodgers? Um, number one, I believe he's right. The offense was going through Aaron Rodgers at the Green Bay Packers. Coach Mike McCarthy came into the team mean room. He said, Aaron Rodgers, the football is yours, right? You can get us in the right play. You can change plays. In the huddle, he knows exactly what plays he can get to that is going to benefit against the defense. So... When you lose a guy like Aaron Rodgers who can do all that, I can see what he's saying that you can be kind of lost. Zach Wilson comes in there now. He doesn't really have full control of the offense. Can't change plays at the line of scrimmage. Can't get in the huddle and say, listen, I heard this play, but listen, they played us man-to-man last time on this down. This is what we're doing. I understand that. That's a coach having a great quarterback putting the ball into his hands. That's been Aaron Let me Rodgers get time. his whole MVP career. Let me get time. But how big an indictment
2: Is that on the Jets then? (laughs) Because if you are the Jets... You acquire Randall Cobb in large part because of yes. Aaron Rodgers. You acquire Alan Lazard in large yes. part because of Aaron Rodgers. You acquire Nathaniel Hackett maybe in large part because yes. of Aaron Rodgers. Nathaniel Hackett, Aaron Rodgers, often the coordinator when Aaron Rodgers won two of his MVPs in Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers goes down. Yeah. Take a seat. Uh-huh. Now you have no team. Now you to me, coach. that's an indictment on the coaching staff because you put all of your eggs in the Aaron
3: Rodgers basket. Then you lost the basket. Yeah, but when you have a special player, that's what you do. If I have LaShawn McCoy in the backfield, in the back of my mind, I'm not saying, man, he's going to get hurt. No, I'm saying, man, how can I create opportunities to get LaShawn McCoy the ball 30 times? If he get hurt, I'll figure all that stuff out later. And that's what happened with the Jets. You have a special player in Aaron Rodgers at the quarterback spot. The offense is yours. We've seen Aaron Rodgers get up to the line of scrimmage, and they bring him blitz, and he's like, back up. You ain't coming. And he ain't coming. That's how smart Aaron Rodgers is. That's the type of player Aaron Rodgers is. So hacking being with Aaron in Green Bay, he's like, bruh, I'm glad to see you. The offense is yours. Make everybody right. And that's what Aaron Rodgers does. It sucks he got hurt and Zach had to come in. And like they say, now you got to come. What y'all didn't see off camera every time
2: James Jones said LaShawn McCoy got hurt. Knocked on wood. I'm healthy, Coach. That's why I'm going to get you to rock, brother. Uh, Well, that was not all Miko Hardman had to say about the Jets culture. More of what he had to say. Take a listen. Y'all can't tell me about winning.
0: I've been to four Super Bowls in five years. You know what I'm saying? Now, I know what winning looks like. I know what winning is. So y'all keep telling me certain things. It's like I'm not going for that. Like, cause y'all not doing it right. People feel like it's too many individual egos in this locker room or whatever. And I'm telling them, like, this not gonna get y'all to win. mean, um, he, he may play, hold on, he may
2: play.
3: He made
0: plays. He
2: did make some plays. He made plays. First team's on, he made plays. But Shady, although he made plays, Joy, to talk about your former team who really isn't even in a conversation, but you made them relevant. Some people think it's out of line. Was Miko Hardman out of line in your mind for calling out the Jets?
1: No. The Jets have the longest stretch without a playoff appearance in the NFL. 13 seasons, they haven't made the playoffs. They need
3: some advice. 1-3? It's 2010.
1: One, three. They, they can need all the feedback they can Ooh, get. Yeah, oh. they
3: can use it. Yeah. Here's
1: the thing about the Jets. <laughs> it's the Jets. Mm. I mean, what you want me to say? What did I just say the they don't make the playoffs they don't win they don't win Ooh. they they bring in a player then they bail on the player then they then they got other players wearing T-shirts with the backup mm. quarterback. Yeah, they did do that. that and happened then, they, then they reset it. Then they bring in Aaron Rodgers. Mm. Then they don't get another backup, mm. even though he's pushing 40. It
3: mm. mm. all happened. They do draft high, though. They get at that though. Get, yeah. they, they do draft Every year they're going to draft they high. Next be drafted. drafted. That's true. Every year they're going to draft high. <laughs> <laughs> they are going to draft they're
1: high. We're going to mm-hmm. hear this <laughs> the 2024 <laughs> NFL draft. I don't. What do you want me to say? This is just not. Maybe what he's saying is true. Maybe it's not. This is his experience. Right. (laughs) I, I, I don't necessarily doubt it because we watched a lot of this play out. Everything I just said. This is this is not a well run organization. It can't be. You can't have the longest stretch without a playoff appearance in the NFL and then simultaneously argue with me that you run things well. You don't. There's all kinds of chaos with the quarterback position. Okay, you make a move, bring in Aaron Rodgers. No one blames you for doing that. It's Aaron Rodgers. Of course. All right. We're talking about you guys are going to the Super Bowl, your Super Bowl contenders. My brother James here is picking them to go to the Super Bowl. We got faith. All right. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> we, got, we got faith. But what happens? He tears his Achilles.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. All right, Nathaniel Hackett. All right, Nathaniel Hackett, it's on you. Coach. It's on you, coach. You, you, who everyone's, everyone's sticking up for, talking about it wasn't you in Denver. True. Right? All right, now it's time to coach. Mm-hmm. You had Aaron Rodgers, who's an all-time great, who the offense is designed around, who you can go through, who can make these incredible decisions and read defenses, and is a veteran, is a Super Bowl winner, is a four-time MVP. Cool, 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 cool. Well, now you got Zach Wilson. Now it's time to coach. Now it's mm-hmm. time to earn your money. Mm-hmm. That's right. Now it's time to earn that check, that check that everyone was standing up for you for, which was not your fault in Denver, right, because you had a Super Bowl winning coach there, too. Mm. What do you want me to say about the Jets? Mm. This is surprising to anyone? Okay, maybe this was his experience, but there's nothing about this organization that they can stand on and say this is outrageous. What are we talking about? We watched this happen. I don't think Zach Wilson is a great player, but you lost your starting quarterback, coach. Yeah, who won the coach of the year this year, James? Kevin Stefanski, why did he win coach of the year over D'Amico Ryans? Four or five
3: different quarterbacks. Too.
1: What happened? What did they do? They what, did the, what did the Cleveland Browns do?
3: Went with the what is Robert the Sala?
1: Where is Robert Sala? What is Robert Sala? He's a defensive coach, correct? Big-time <laughs> defensive coach. Do they have big-time defensive players in the New York Jets? They do. What is Mike Tomlin?
3: Defensive coach. He's a
1: defensive coach. They have big-time defensive coaches on, for the yeah, Pittsburgh Steelers. Do they have right. a great quarterback situation in Pittsburgh? Uh, nope, because we're talking uh, uh, about Russell Wilson <laughs> potentially going there. My point is, why is there always an excuse with the New York Jets? Mm. Maybe it's just this isn't really that good of an organization. Mm. They're a little dysfunctional. And this isn't really all that surprising. So
0: when I heard what McCole said is, what did he say wrong? So you take a kid, a young kid at that. He's been, in his five years of playing football, his only five years, he's been in four Super Bowls, yeah. playing for the best coach to ever play the ever coachs game, right? Let's just not even say that. Let's say the best coach right now, yeah. the quarterback. People, some people think Aaron Rodgers is such a great quarterback because he's, he's a great talent, great quarterback. Well, Patrick Mahomes ain't, ain't, ain't no chump. He's pretty, pretty good. Very good. So if I go from one place and I see how it's ran from the top to the bottom, mm-hmm. I see the quarterback that's running the show. So then I go to New York City and I go to the Jets. Now, Joey just told you what they do, right? They don't really win. They don't want to playoffs. They don't do none of that. And I'm looking at two different, like, hold up. They rated this way over here, and this way they do it a lot different. Okay, they win, they lose. What's the problem with what he's saying? Yeah. And then when I talked to him on a one on one, that's my young boy. When I talked to him on the one, he said the same thing, like, yo, over here, they just do what they want. Yeah. Right? There's no discipline. Any read? Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's LaShawn McCoy, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey. Yeah. We can be cool and have our own personal, you know, relationships. But I want stuff ran a certain way. I'm no detailed with everything. No we're going to practice hard. We're going to do this th- everything the right way. You go to New York, let's let Aaron Rodgers do everything. Mm-hmm. Like he's some type of winner. Mm-hmm. Let's just keep it real here. You have, a super, you have a superstar, great quarterback, and you put everything on him. Everything he talked about, how, like, you know, it's Aaron's way. Mm-hmm. Well, what's that way get you? Mm. I'm sorry. What's that way got him? Mm. Some MVPs, not no championships. Oh, oh, oh. Four MVP. That's cool. Some That's cool. That's great. My man got five years, four Super Bowl appearances. that's crazy. You see what I'm saying? So the Jets should do this. Hey, McCall, what they doing over there in Kansas City? (laughs) Give us some tips. Because he's a smart kid. He's just speaking on He wasn't even hating on him. He's just speaking on what he's seeing. And it's like, how can we be a a functional organization? How can we be a winning team if we're not running this thing the right way? And the best thing they should have did... It took some advice and asked, "How they doing it over there?" You know, my mama always
3: used to tell. What mama used to say? Mama, mama always. Said, I, used I love to me. mama. Boy, you spoiled. Right? Go over there to their house. <laughs> See how it's ran over there. See if you are gonna get breakfast, lunch, and dinner over there. That's all Miko's saying. You coming from a mansion with Andy Reid? and Patty Mahomes of structure, mm-hmm. of how it's ran. And now you're going over here with a young coach and Robert Sala, and you're like, dang, man, the structure is not like this. This is not how a championship organization is run. I could feel him on that point. When I left Coach Mike, and I truly believe Andy Reid is a better coach than Coach Mike. Obviously. When I went to the Oakland Raiders, I said, what is this, man? Uh-oh.
2: Uh-oh.
3: I said, how y'all, how y'all running this over here? Like, mm. this ain't what I'm used to. This say, this ain't no structure. This is not what. I'm, this is not a winning culture, and that's why it's not. Haven't been a lot of success over there. It's not a winning culture. The facilities ain't a winning culture, right? The coach at the time wasn't a, wasn't a winning culture coach, right? Didn't know how it was supposed to look. It was his first opportunity to be a head coach. Right. So I understand what Miko was saying from that standpoint. You're coming from one of the best coaches and best quarterbacks and one of the best organizations since Andy Reid has been there knowing how a championship organization is ran to Robert Sala who was his first time and you have a veteran player and he's kind of like Aaron Rodgers help me how is this supposed to look I definitely understand what he's saying but I mean he's, he's right d- 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 real quick you didn't like it though right you didn't nah. like it. what did you
0: like
2: about it only uh, I only I didn't like that there wasn't it to not like I didn't like that he spoke at all because the reason is, is like, Mecole, you, you sitting up here, boy. You on a, you on a, you on a throng. Uh-huh. You've been to four Super Bowls in yeah. five years. You, you got, got three rings. You, you got three rings. To- like, what you even speaking on them for? They're irrelevant. They, they anonymous. They well, can, they, oh, oh, hold on, hold on. So they they asked ask, right? ask him a question. No doubt. No doubt. Okay. no doubt. So, like, I'm not mad for answering a question, but you just look disgruntled. Anytime I talk about the Eagles, people will be like, Acho, it's just because the Eagles cut you. I'm like, bro. I paid more in taxes than the Eagles paid me. I'm not mad, like I'm really not. But people will just find a reason to be like, "Oh, you just disgruntled." Thomas Morstead, 37-year-old punter for the New York Jets, he said, and I quote: "Be careful getting information from disgruntled former employees. Getting beat out by a rookie free agent after being guaranteed millions of dollars is tough to deal with. Entitlement is a killer of opportunity. You have to earn it every year." So after Thomas Morstead heard about Miko Hardman, he's taking a shot at Miko, saying, who "You is disgruntled this? The punter. We yeah, read what the punter said. Okay. We don't now even talk to punters." The punter? The I punter? I don't, I don't, like get, years.
0: Punter I don't even want to get... The punter isn't part of the team. I don't want to... The punter isn't part of the team. 16 years! Don't, you don't have a the voice. League. There's only one don't kicker I ever... There's like only that, one... No, the what, punter part uh, of, of the... That's six, that's six, that's 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 what's what's, what's McAfee? Uh, he yeah. He's the only punter I like because he got swag and all that. I like, I like him. Them other dudes, unless you a kicker, winning games, yeah. even them, they don't even have a voice.
2: Justin Let's Tucker, he oh, had man. a voice. Oh, the no, other no, dudes, you no. a kicker. Listen, Listen
1: I, I, I hear you. Oh, that the punter has been what? there a
2: while? Punter, like. he been in the league a while. He ain't been on the league. He been a while. A while. Yeah, yeah, in
1: the league using freaking one foot and five toes. He, he, here's the one problem. One foot five toes. Where, where's the? Come on. Where's the results from the Jets? Where's the results?
2: There are none. There are none.
1: So I want to hear, I'd love to hear the case that you're going to make why McCole shouldn't be saying this. First of all, I have no problem with him saying this. Again, we we, we we want to interview athletes. We want them to be honest. We want them to give us real responses and get insight into what's really happening in the league so that we're getting it from firsthand accounts. And then when they talk about it, we're upset that they answered the question and didn't just give us some some canned response. He's telling you what his experience was. And we know that the Jets are terrible. We know that they are dysfunctional. We don't have to guess. We didn't need him to say any of this to go over everything that I didn't already said. I didn't learn anything about the Jets. What did I learn about the Jets? We know that they built everything through Aaron Rodgers. That's why they could never recover. That's why we were talking about Zach Wilson and should they bring somebody in. You are supposed to coach now. You, there's a chance people could get injured. I don't know. Aaron Rodgers, even if he didn't pop his Achilles, was there a chance that he might miss a game or two just off of sheer age? Yeah. Like, isn't that a possibility? Mm. Every great team has had to use their backup at some point. This is I don't even want to hear the excuses about, oh, it's a its a new. He's been there three years. How can he new? What are the excuses? And when you look around the league, You see coaches step up and do incredible things with so much less. They have great talent in New York. They have great talent in New York. you telling me that what what, what they're doing is excusable when you have Mike Tomlin doing what he's doing in Pittsburgh? Now, granted, ain't no comparison to Pittsburgh and the New York Jets. Don't even bother making a statement about it. There's no (laughs) comparison. No comparison whatsoever. It's a whole different league. But Mike Tomlin's doing that. Kevin Stefanski's doing gotcha. that with the Cleveland Browns. And so we don't think it's a particularly functional yeah. organization. And he's winning coach of the year, going off five different coaches. D'Amico Ryans has a rookie quarterback. Balling. He's a rookie head coach and a rookie quarterback with a roster that none of us thought anything of. It's inexcusable what goes on with the New York Jets. And we constantly talk about the New York Jets. Why? What is the excuse?
0: Then who are y'all? Uh, Go let me ask you question know, real quick. This, this is how I knew the, the Jets was a desperate team. Uh-oh. Right. Because coaching, if I'm a coach and I got good players around me, I'm going to win with these with these players because I'm a good coach. So I, let's go Andy Reid for a second. Right. I don't think if if the Chiefs wanted to get Chris, that's why Chris Jones wasn't there, but he was that good. We want to have him. If Chris Jones said, I want to come here, but hey, listen, I need you to sign my, my middle linebacker I rock with because, yo, yeah, I get better with him. Yo, I want you to sign my defensive end because yo, I make better plays when he's there. What you think Andy Reid and Brett Veach are going to tell you? We got this. They're going to say, thank you for everything. Good luck next year. Right? When, 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 when I seen the Jets do that, that's how I let me know that either they're desperate or they're not. They're a bad rant organization. Mm-hmm. That's stuff like that. You can't win. Andy Reid said, look, yeah, hell, I want some great wide receivers. You think I don't? But look, I'm going to coach these guys with the best I can, and we're going to win games. And not only fun. win games, they won a championship what makes with the real most real. drops in football. Why the Jets can't do that? Huh? You, when you sign these old, I can't yeah. even, I don't want to curse, but okay. these old wide receivers, and not, don't disrespect them because they are—they were good in their day. Yes, sir. That they got no team. starters. And if Aaron Rodgers were there, they would not get a contract. Mm. That boy made, Lazar made four years, $44 boy, million, something like that. Woo. Are you kidding me? And what year? And what, what day and age? Mm-hmm. This one. My point is been, <laughs> my point is this. When you're a good team and you a good coach, you're not about to let somebody harm you and make you do something you don't want to do. I'm going to coach these guys I got here, and we're going to try to win games. That's why when McCall is speaking, it's like, yo, it's bigger than what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. That's like if I'm in two different apartments, I'm trying to get a place to live at. I go to one spot, I'm like, yo, this place is nice. You got the pool, we got the maze. Got the... And I go to some other spot, like, yo, man, it's kind of, uh, i seen two roaches looking at me like, yo, you got to live here? <laughs> this
3: is all he's speaking of. Look I said. He's all, and... He didn't call out any players, which That's was That's true. I, I think in this situation, he's just speaking on his experience. Speaking facts. I've came from a very ran organization with a Hall of Fame coach and a Hall of Fame quarterback, right. and it did not look like this. Just like when I left places and Aaron Rodgers wasn't the quarterback, I'm looking at him like, why you ain't throwing that? <laughs> 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 like, I know it may look like I ain't open, but with 12, I'm open, Like, you know... And they like, come on, man! Like he ain't th- he ain't throwing that. But I came from that, and I'm expecting that over here. He's come from a great organization, and you're expecting that over here, and you're not going to get that. And it's the coach, it's the organization, just how it's ran. It's not bad what he's saying. That's just the facts of what hey, he's saying. Hey, this change. organization is ran better
0: than that one. Ah, period. You know, and this is a great topic for us because you know you love Aaron Rodgers. I, I do. You playing with Aaron Rodgers, you feel like that, right? Yeah. Imagine if you played for Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes, but well, you're not saying. twelve
3: talent-wise. I'd be yeah, saying the same. You would have more stats and you have more, more rings. You oh. would
0: have more rings!
2: Into that. <laughs> oh, Family, well, speaking of quarterback play, Dak Prescott, he is on wow. the brink of signing a <laughs> long-term <laughs> extension. Dak's going to sign a long-term extension. But should Cowboys fans be happy about it? I, it's probably going to happen in the next month or two with a contract record-breaking extension. How should fans feel? Next on Speak One. Aaron. <laughs> Pat.
4: Black History Month is a perfect time to reflect on all of our black heroes. Don't count the days, make the days count is not a quote attributed to a poet or a novelist, but rather boxer Muhammad Ali. Both spiritual and lyrical, there has never been an athlete quite like him. He challenged not only authority, but the way we thought and lived, all the while becoming the greatest heavyweight fighter of all time and inarguably the most important. Ali was Instagram and TikTok before they existed. Endlessly entertaining, but serious and defiant. He made not only opponents uncomfortable, but our government too. Refusing to support the Vietnam War, saying, you want me to go somewhere and fight, but you won't even stand up for me here at home. Muhammad Ali opened the doors for every athlete to walk through.
2: we are in third and long and maybe the most polarizing name in all of professional sports, Dak Prescott. What would you say? Shady, he led the league in touchdown passes this season, but the Cowboys knocked out in the wild card round. Dak set to enter the final season of a four-year deal. Executive Stephen Jones, Jerry's son, said they, quote, absolutely want to sign him to a long-term deal. Shady, I got to ask you first, man, because everybody knows LaShawn McCoy is going to be honest. Be honest. Oh, do they know that? Everybody knows that. Okay. When it comes to Dak Prescott, my favorite conversations, America, true story, <laughs> is when I'm walking with Shady and Cowboys fans. We might be at a sporting event of any kind, and Shady will walk up to a Cowboys fan and he says, "I got a question for you, but be honest." <laughs> Dak Prescott,
0: and he just lays out like that. So Shady i, I, I say that. I say, "What's the one position holding you guys back from a championship?" And I just shut up. And they say. Dak Prescott.
2: Inevitably. <laughs> so it ain't me. And if they don't say that, Shady will twist their arm, figuratively speaking, until they do. 2-5, how should Cowboys fans feel about this looming Dak Prescott extension? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be honest,
0: they should pay him. He should get a long extension. I agree with that. The number is the tricky one, though, right? And the Super Bowl I had a chance to hang out with a guy named C.D. Uh, C. C. Lamb, right? C.D. We don't know each other, but he respects me, respect what I do on TV. Yeah. Not just on the fit on TV. Yeah. And I respect what he does, right? Uh-huh. And he's a really, really good player. Great player, Great no player. doubt. Great they player. need him. Yes, So the question I yeah. need to be asked is: yo, are we paying him first? It's another young brother, man. Michael Parsons. Ooh. 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 He Ooh. might talk a lot, he might be this and that, but guess what he can do? He can ball. He can ball. Yes, he can. Or is he getting paid? When well, he getting paid. He we need to talk paid. about that. He's
3: gonna get paid, too. It's one more
0: young brother that I like to talk good about. Point. I don't know if he's a brother, but he's a good man.
3: Who
0: that? Zach Martin. Mm. Hey. Can he get paid, too? So when we talk about this Dak Prescott thing, I think Dak that Pres- that Prescott did well enough this year that he deserves a contract for that team. Yes, he does. But what are we going in? Mm. What are we going in? Because we know when he gets paid, what he does. Mm. He win games. Oh, he going to get to 12 wins. Yes, he does. He was in that playoffs. Yes, yes. But when that game get hot, when they get hot, what's he going to do, James Jones? Run, run, Joey Taylor, when that thing get hot, what are going to do? <sighs> Come on now. This ain't me. This is what the stats say. Mm. This year, they should have won the game. What did he do? Throw picks on picks on picks. They lose the game at home to the Green Bay Packers? Hey, A hey, young hey. team emerging? Okay. No, what I'm saying? They should have lost that game. I don't like right? that, okay, that's, that's fast. let's rewind it the year before that. Mm. Then they play the Niners. The Niners. Defense play phenomenal. phenomenal. They should have won that game. The what thing. did he do? Picks on picks on picks. So when you ask me how much money he should get, let's mm. go to the tape. Mm. And you got to pay these other boys first, because yeah. if not, Jerry Jones, I hate to be in your shoes. Mm.
2: <laughs> Joy, how should Cowboys fans feel about the looming Dak Prescott extension?
1: I mean, they should feel like it's happening. So, I don't know. Get used to it. <laughs> Write it down a couple times. Put it in your journal. <clears throat> pray on it. I don't know. But they, they're going to keep Dak Prescott. Now, the number is what is right. going to be interesting. They're speculating it's about three years, somewhere around $60 million, 100, $150 million guaranteed. Yeah. Burroughs at 55 billion top of the quarterback market. He's going to break that. So he's going to break that? Man, there some are guys. some other players that do need to be paid. And the, and the complicated thing about the Cowboys is I don't know how much better roster-wise you can get. I mean, they had one of the best rosters in yeah. the league. I mean, sure. what do you want? You want the Niners roster? Sure. I mean, they're close to that roster. Yeah, I don't they're think they're I don't think that they're roster. that far off. So you you pay Dak, which you have to, and then you lose any of those pieces? Cause you can't get it done with those pieces. I don't know. Uh, It's what's gonna happen. The number is what will be interesting. He's probably gonna get top of the market. He wasn't all pro last year. That is really what is complicated about it though. You, You, what quarterback coming off an all pro season are we even having this conversation about? It's yeah. a great question.
2: Yeah, I would just be sick. And the reason I would be sick if I'm a Cowboys fan is because Dak Prescott keeps you in quarterback purgatory. In quarterback purgatory, something I heard first from Colin Coward, which is the Cowboys will always be good with Dak Prescott. So good that they will make the playoffs, but they will not be good enough to win a Super Bowl. Then they won't be bad enough to draft high. So now you're stuck. Mm. You're sick. You aren't at the beginning, nor are you at the end. If you're a bad football team, you can have hope in a great draft pick. If you're a good football team, an elite football team, you can have hope in winning a Super Bowl. But the Cowboys are neither. The Cowboys are the process, but nobody likes the process. We watch movies to see the beginning and to see the end. When you go to a bookstore, when I go to bookstores, if I'm trying to figure out what book I want to read, Joy, I read the first chapter, I read the last chapter. But I don't read the middle. The middle's not sexy. And you the Cowboys... Read the
1: last chapter of a book in the bookstore? Not the very last chapter.
2: I, like, look at the chapter titles of the last chapter. I don't, like, read how it ends. You go to the bookstore, why not you just, like, iPad and, like, your phone? You Kindles? Just, you just, yeah, you just get it to your it's phone. It's not the same. It's oh, not the same. You know, the pages flipping, highlighting all the things. Um, with, all, <laughs> with all that being said, with me, it's all about the ending for the Cowboys. And the ending for the Cowboys, it's never going to be glorious, glorious as long as you have Dak Prescott.
3: Yeah, I kind of agree. As uh, As a Dak Prescott fan up here, I'm happy for Dak Prescott. Yeah, you guys know I'm high on Dak Prescott. Watching the tape on Dak Prescott, Dak Prescott played at an all-pro level. He was second in MVP voting, right? Played very, very well. So me watching Dak Prescott, I'm excited that Dak Prescott is going to get paid and get his money. Now, am I happy as a Cowboys fan? I wouldn't say I'm happy as a Cowboys fan because the Cowboys fans know one game. And that is the Green Bay Packers game. So they're seeing this extension, and they're like, how can we be happy when every time Dak Prescott gets into the playoffs, we lose? Mm. It's not like we're going to the Super Bowl like Brock Purdy just did, and we lost. We are not even getting there. We're not even getting to an NFC championship with this quarterback that we had going on 10 years. So, yes, him getting paid, he earned it. He played well in the regular season. But why should I be excited as a Cowboys fan? that Dak Prescott is coming back making this type of money when I know he does not deliver in the playoffs. So for me to be happy as a Cowboys fan, it's wait and see. I have to wait and see Dak Prescott get back to the playoffs and win some playoff games and get this team to an NFC championship. Until then, as a Cowboys fan... This doesn't excite me because I know what Dak Prescott's bringing right now. Really good regular season, getting to playoffs. The last couple years, he has not shown up.
2: Joy, question for you because you bring this up most frequently. You talk about the Washington now commanders. I was very close to Washington and their Kirk Cousins turmoil because me and Kirk, same draft class. Obviously, I was in Philly when Kirk was in Washington. You bring up often, and I don't disagree with you, that Washington would be better off if they would have just stuck with Kirk. I'm like, you're not wrong. But in the same breath, I always ask myself, but the Vikings haven't won much with Kirk. Yeah. The Vikings' greatest highlight since Kirk has been there was Kirk's absence when Case Keenum yeah. had the Minnesota Miracle with Stephon Diggs. Diggs. That's right. yep. That was the Vikings' greatest highlight since Kirk Cousins has been in Minnesota is absent of Kirk Cousins. So while the Vikings have been better off than Washington, neither have actually done much of anything. Washington's gone to the playoffs with Taylor Heineke. They lost to LaShawn McCoy's Bucks. Bucks. go on to win a Super Bowl. The Vikings have gone to the playoffs with Kirk Cousins. They haven't done much. They noticeably lost, I believe, last year to the New York Giants when the Giants had Daniel Jones, 15 touchdowns, five picks. I guess I ask this, Joy, to you in regards to Dak. You should be happy you have a franchise quarterback. But is there some maybe even greater joy in like, dude, I don't even want this known entity in Dak, because I know I can't win it all. Maybe just give me a chance. Let me flip a coin and just hope. Because again, Washington, they're going to draft a quarterback again. They'll likely get Drake May. Maybe they'll get Caleb Williams. But at least there's excitement. Anonymity, but excitement. Should the Cowboys be more content with this known, the, the devil you know, as opposed to the angel you don't? Like, where do you stand on that?
1: Angel could be a devil, too. Could be. Hope springs eternal true that's not a
0: bible that's the yeah, bible it's one of those bible, the bible, same bible <laughs> that same pastor told you <laughs> about that ba- yeah. no nah, that's, that's the bible
1: thing because you could have a kirk cousins go by you could pass on kirk cousins and then you could have 12 more boats with holes in them mm-hmm. yeah. that, that ain't really going to get you to the other side you're going to be swimming there all these analogies point to would you rather be the vikings or would you rather be washington on their what will be their 13th starting quarterback since kirk cousins mm. left but, would, you rather be the new, can, would you rather be the new york I, Jackson? but ask, ask that genuinely because i don't know you that's have,
2: what i'm saying
0: because like, i'm thinking talk to me would you rather keep a quarterback that you know you can't win a championship with
1: mm-hmm.
0: or take try some. to find one it might take some years to find but then once you got your guy you could win a championship with
1: yeah that's i mean question. i think i think i think that if that we're champion, being though. serious and not playing fantasy gm you have tickets to sell you mm-hmm. have jerseys to sell Mm-hmm. You have playoffs you want to get to.
2: Which Jerry does phenomenal with sales. Right. Phenomenal
1: with so sales. So this is an entertainment business as well. And you are going to win with Dak Prescott. You are going to get to the postseason with Dak Prescott. You are going to have great regular season moments with Dak Prescott. That matters. This is the Dallas Cowboys we're talking about. You, you've been around in, in the, in, on, on shows when the Cowboys are not good? Mm-hmm. We like when the Cowboys are good around here. <laughs> we prefer that. Yeah. Good enough that they lose and then we have something to talk about. But we prefer when the Cowboys are good. It is a very tricky game to play, this, rela- this replacement game, this find a new devil game, right? I hear you, but Washington has been irrelevant, irrelevant. You know, I hear you on Heineke. That was cute. Irrelevant since Kirk Cousins has left. And that's Kirk Cousins. It is. It's a risk. And sometimes you got to take risks in life. But if you're the Dallas Cowboys, what risk are you taking? You're, pa- you're not going to do this with-, with Dak Prescott. You're going to move on. Who are you replacing him with?
2: Exactly. That's the question. Shady, I got a question yeah, for you. I got a tangential question for you. Dealer showing 18. Dealer hmm. showing 18. Hmm. Would you rather have 17 or 14? Oh, give me 14. Hey. Say that again. Dealer showing 18. This is this is the analogy. Dealer showing 18. I want 14. Would you rather have 17? Because you got 17. I want, it's back. I want 14. You made a hand. I want 14. You can win with that hand. But that 14, you might pull a 10, you might great. pull a 9, you might pull a 8, and you're going to bust out on all but them you joints. you might pull a? You might pull a 7. Ooh, you might pull a 6 too, Dad. Hold up. <laughs> <Right>. might, <laughs> might get a
0: 5. Right? And then you might get a 4. And it, was a, it was a push. I'm going with a 14. Because my thing is like, okay, yeah, I, I probably could have a hand, but I know I'm not winning with Dak Prescott. Right? And, and he gets you there. I mean, listen, I'm just one man here. Yeah. Right? I know you're me. I'm just one guy. Yeah. You get, He gets you there every year. And what happens when it gets hot? I hear you. It's the same. Yo, real talk. It's the same thing every year, though. It is. Think about it, it, it for a second, yeah. though. It every is. year. It is. Yeah, But, but it's it also the, same, the
1: same, same same thing with Ramo? every year for Romo.
0: Yeah. Hold up. But no, see, it's not the same thing with Romo. I figure? Because the team that they have in Dallas, Texas right now, Romo ain't never have a team Ramo like that.
3: some good teams. Not like this one. Though. I'm done. Defensively. I'm done. I'm done.
1: like
0: Merton
3: and boys was playing some. They was like
0: these boys. You know what? You guys got. I don't, got it. I, I don't know name me somebody. On name me, name me. somebody
3: in the back end that was good with these with these quarterbacks. Just name me one dude. With with Tony
0: Romo's team. Yeah. Name me one cornerback that was that, that, on that defense with, with DeMarcus Ware that was really good in the back end. You got to go to Terrence. Newt. Newt. You gotta go you to you Terrence. Got to go back to Terrence. Newt. Newt. And, and so. he was like forty something. We was smoking. Everybody go back to Terrence. Everybody. Deshaun wanted some of that back I even had me some of that. What I'm saying is <laughs> this: that defense is loaded. That defense is loaded. But but
1: so what. The what are you guys is loaded. What are you guys so, suggesting. You guys are suggesting that they don't. No, no. They don't no, give no. Dak an extension, and you guys just know. No, no, no. no, no, no right, no, right, right, so, number. right
3: number, right number, or or try to make some happen. Try so, to. so this is the thing, though. We are sitting here thinking Dak Prescott cannot get them to a Super Bowl. Jerry Jones and them is sitting there. If you're giving a man this money, you think from what you see on tape? Not true. That he can get you to the Super Bowl. There's no way you are paying a man this think, money. I don't think he can get you to a. I believe in what so Joy Jerry said. Jones is about to get this man 150 million. Exactly. Right. I don't think he's the guy. He, has, a to nine billion, to he a
2: has nine billion. He has a nine billion
0: dollar franchise. franchise. That's the market, and that's what that's what it's always been for. Every hole, that's what every team. For example, you to listen to what Jerry be saying. I know he say a lot of crazy stuff, but there's some things he be saying he really be, He'd be honest smart. about. He said, "The Dallas Cowboys will go as far as Dak Prescott takes us," mm-hmm. and then he stopped and he said. Belief. And that press guy, took his stare and we lost. That's what he said. That's not my words, that's his words. <laughs> so my thing is, if you think this guy's gonna take you, where you need
3: to where you need to go, Every year he takes you to the same place. All, all I'm saying is, right? giving yeah. a guy that much money and you think that this guy cannot take me to the Super Bowl, you have to be crazy. The 49ers gave up I don't know how much for Trey Lance. They had a seventh rounder, and they say, this man is not taking us nowhere. We're going there. If Jerry and yeah, them felt like that, they would have moved he was all he was a but, while but, but,
0: ago. But One thing is, he was all pro- – see, this is the things that you can't get away from. Because when you're going to negotiate in the contract, I've been there. Right. I'm going to say, well, hold on, man. My client, no Dak Prescott, yo, he was all pro this year. Yep. This is one guy better than him, okay? Yep. <laughs> next thing I'm going to say is, yo, he was number two in MVP. Yep. So these are the arguments, and it's no hard doubt. to go against. only thing they can say is, yeah, you're right, man. You're, you're right. totally right. But look at the last couple of years. What's he done for us? Mm-hmm. That's the only thing he can say back. So you kind of got to pay him. I'm saying I would pay Dak Prescott. I would say that. But it's what number? What number? Because he, he is a good quarterback. I don't think he's a championship type of winning quarterback. I don't think he's a Super Bowl contender type of quarterback. But then we got that type of random team question for big.
2: y'all. Dak Prescott worth the first round pick? Yeah. Really? So it's like, if you're the commanders, you got the number two overall pick. Would well, tra- the com- well they, have the, they have the number two overall number two. pick. That's not, would you, you tra-
1: got to go further down the drive. Yeah.
2: Would you, you trade, would you trade? It, it depends what depend first round though. Because like,
1: yeah. there's some guys that go first round
3: that's like, like Baker Mayfield. Say
1: you, say so you am got- the
3: Steelers. Yes. Yeah. Take it. my first round, give me Dak. I feel it, Steelers.
2: We have breaking news in the sports you just world. Russell Steelers, and you ain't going with that. Goes?
3: He ain't gonna last. He ain't gonna last in, in
0: Pittsburgh. I'm saying that right now. Them fans ain't going for
2: that. I get to the breaking news because <laughs> the Iowa fans aren't going for this. Caitlin Clark announces a huge decision that she will not be returning to Iowa for an additional year of eligibility. She is going to the WNBA following this season, one of the biggest stars all of sports wow. has ever seen. And Caitlin says she's moving on. That's Boy, my man. girl literally one of the highest tickets ever in the history of greatest. college women's basketball and Kaitlin Clark at the center of the attention but the huge breaking news today on Kaitlin Clark that the superstar is foregoing a final year of eligibility declaring for the WNBA draft following this season obviously Clark projected to be the number one overall mm-hmm. pick but take a look at her statement first and foremost Okay, it's going to be hard to read. I'll read a little bit of it. Um, She just said, while this season is far from over, we got a lot more goals to achieve. It will be my last one at Iowa. I'm excited to be entering the 2024 (laughs) WNBA draft. Caitlin Clark, an absolute phenom, an absolute superstar, an absolute legend in the making that we are witnessing in college basketball. What I love about her declaring is we're not going to sit here and try to debate her records. Pistol Pete. He did it in uh, four, I believe. Caitlin Clark, she's going to do it in four. If you stay for that additional year of eligibility due to the COVID year, now people are going to try to undermine you. People are going to try to undercut you. But she was there for an additional year. She played extra time. She played till she was 23, 24. Now we don't have to hear any of that. Now we can just witness the greatness which we have all been able to behold for the last three years. So I love the decision. Obviously, it will come with a lot of scrutiny. But any great is scrutinized. Joy, was it the right move? But more than anything, What's your reaction?
1: Yeah, of course it's the right move. I mean, what, she's, a, she's a legend already, mm-hmm. what she's done at Iowa and for women's basketball and sports in general. I mean, she's, she's already iconic. To be able to beat Pistol Pete's NCAA scoring record, she got 18 points to do that.
0: And Pistol Pete was bad. We got bad. a nickname for a reason. Oh,
1: His mama didn't name him Pistol Pete. <laughs> that's what we call him. It's, it's, I mean, she's had an incredible career already. I don't think it will be scrutinized for her to leave. This is her time. It's time to step up to the pros. You already have your reputation. You've already done what you need to do in the college space. It's time to go to the pros. I'm excited for her to mm, go mm. to Indiana. By the way, she's going to be playing aside Aliyah Boston, the, the mm-hmm. rookie of the year, 2023 rookie of the year. Mm. They're going to have a nice team there. I mean, that's that's where she's going to go. Nobody's, there's ain't no Caleb Williams in <laughs> <open> there situation. <laughs> <laughs> she's she gonna be the number one overall pick, and it'll be exciting to see what she does. Obviously, in March Madness, which is coming up soon, but regardless, she's already cemented her name as far as one of the greatest players we've ever seen, uh, certainly in college basketball. And she breaks this record, she'll be in a complete, complete different category. And for us to be talking about Caitlin Clark as the biggest star in all of college basketball, men and women should tell you right there like what she brings to the game, what she brings to sports. What no she's a she's a not even a ticket. Everyone's gonna be watching this game. Literally, literally. This, 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 is, this is sports history yeah. that you're watching. If you like college sports, if you like sports at all, this is something that people never thought they were ever gonna see. Men or women's, and she has 18 points to break Pistol Pete's. Man. All-time scoring record in the NCAA is incredible. I'm
0: gonna, go, I'm gonna go and say it. I'm gonna go and say it. I actually think that uh, um, Candace Parker was the, the, the best Ooh, female basketball player of all time. Yeah. Caitlyn, I'm, I'm sorry, Caitlyn Clark <laughs> has taken over that, mm. and she is the number one goat at college basketball, and not just girls, boys too. She the best, she the best college basketball player right now out of everybody. And I sat on this stage with y'all last year, and y'all was loving Andrew Reese. Joy kept doing her hair. Andrew Reese, this Andrew Reese that, and I said. They not in the same boat. Not in the same boat. The difference was that one girl's team was better and hers wasn't, and she still was out here giving out work. Crazy and now work. you see what she's doing. work. Right? And I'm standing on that. That girl different. Yeah.
2: Here's that the scrutin- girl different. Here's the scrutiny though because as we all know and it's been very public as of late, uh, the WNBA salaries. They're not yeah. going to compare with what Angel Reese can make and has been making in NIL, most notably Caitlin Clark. Uh, yes, Kaylin Clark has been making in NIL. Most notably Brianna Stewart, who's the best college basketball player I've ever seen in person. She came to she Texas and nice my behind to the Texas Basketball Arena to watch Brianna Stewart play. The Supermax deal for WNBA I believe is $242,000. Yeah. Caitlin Clark is 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 is, yeah. is a ticket yeah. that people can't even get yeah. to. Endorsement, so, right? Uh, that's my point. Yeah. But the, the deep scrutiny deep is going to deep come deep into ball. play there. James, what's your reaction? Do you think the right move to declare for the
3: WNBA draft? It's very fascinating. Yeah, Mama's taught me another thing. What Mama teach you? I will to be teaching. When there's <laughs> nothing else to prove, it's time to go. And that's all this is right here There is nothing else for her to prove 18 points, it's a wrap The record is hers on Fox Tune in, it is over Right, She is going to break that record. There's nothing That's else for hot. this young lady to prove. You guys just touched on it. Men's and women, she is the best player playing the game of basketball right now in college. She's probably the hottest ticket in yes, college. Roger sure. Maness is coming up. Her games are going to be packed out. She yep. is like that. The number one draft pick is not even a question. She's going first. Endorsements, all that. She's going to get all that. There's nothing else to prove but go to the nba and prove that i can do it against the best players in the world and that is why she is leaving because there's nothing and, left for her to do at the university And we've, of
0: we've never seen nothing like her we've seen some good basketball players female wise yeah. right i haven't seen nothing like her only person i've seen like her is like steph curry and he's yeah. with the warriors yeah. another thing is when i watch her play it's like it's only her all these other teams, they teaming up. You see this team, this girl going to this school, and they team up together. And the NIL, man, they split it. Not hers, it's her, her and her squad, and they beating their monster teams. <laughs> they are. I will say this though, I think that she goes to the WNBA, and I think she dominates. Maybe not, maybe not the first year, right? Because it's, it's always you know hard, you know, the transition from one sport to another. But
2: I think when it is all a, said and done, she's going to be the question, number one. Question I have for you, okay, Joy, because college Oof. fandom and pro fandom is way different. Way no different. When you're at a place like Iowa, you probably have student body might be 30,000, 40,000. Again, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing. So, Iowa fans, please don't come at me. But you have an incubated fan base. You You got students on campus. You want to go to a game, you camp out, all the things. The WNBA is growing. It's growing. It's growing. It's growing. It's growing. It's growing. Many people have been championing it, Uh, none really more so than you, Joy. I've seen you champion it. I've seen you at the games. What's so the tension of, like, Caitlin Clark, phenom? Mm -hmm. But it's different at Iowa because you already have a whole built-in fan base of Iowa people and fans that love you. They're on the campus. They're in the city. When you go to the WNBA, it's different. Again, I won't compare Sabrina Inescu to Caitlin Clark, but Sabrina Inescu was a phenom. Go to WNBA, I haven't heard as much about her as I did when she was hooping in college. So speak on that for a moment of like, do you think that Caitlin Clark can be the same revolutionary name to the WNBA as she was in college? Because it's a completely different fan base.
1: It is a different fan base. It's a different... Set up for the sport. You're right. College basketball, college sports in general, has a very nostalgic feel to it. You have uh, you have the stories of March Madness. That's why a lot of the March Madness women's games are higher rated than mm-hmm. some of the men's games because it's, it's a lot of March Madness is the story. A lot of college basketball is the story. But I think Caitlin Clark is different. I think she inspires a different type of play. I think she plays very modern basketball. She's an incredible shooter pulling up from mm. half court. Anywhere. I think James just said her game will translate to Man. the WNBA. I think the attention that she's gotten on this level, the the, the fact that we just re- did the show to get her in because she's announcing, which was pretty much assumed that she was going to be going to the WNBA, just tells you the kind of inspiration that she brings. Look, the WNBA needs someone like a Caitlin Clark, someone that ev- both women and men are excited to watch that are going to go and see what she can do at the next level. It's, it is a sport that is continuing to grow, but her game is very unique. Her style is very unique. Her swag and confidence is very unique. Mm. She plays the game in a very particular way that has inspired the fandom that she has. And the numbers prove it. Like the, It's not just that she's a great player and an exciting player. There's been lots of great, exciting players. The fact that she is about to break Pete Maravich's record for the most points scored in the NCAA history, mm. that's that's yeah astonishing that is that is an, a testament to the type of game that she has she'll also be going to the indiana fever so you know should, she'll it, still it, be it, in that general area. I think that the fans will cross over with her to the WNBA. And I think that, you know, the, the sport's continuing to grow.
2: Well, staying in basketball, let's go back to the Lakers after this because the Lakers had a phenomenal, and I mean absolutely phenomenal, outing yesterday, coming back from down 21 in the fourth quarter. But should teams fear LeBron James yeah. and the Lakers? LeBron James family, five made three-pointers. A historical day. <laughs> Shady, what are you doing? I'm floating in What are you oh, doing? It's, in the cramp. Oh, it's the Lakers. It's the Lakers afternoon. Oh, catching a crit
0: though. <laughs> oh, Fanny the car got me catching crit. Oh, one set. <laughs> I don't know though. I caught
2: a crit for real. LeBron James, he put the Lakers on his back last night, family. 21 points is what they were trailing by, but LeBron, get this. He outscored the Clippers single-handedly in the fourth quarter. LeBron had 19, the Clippers only had 16, shaking his head in disbelief. But nobody can disbelieve what LeBron does because we've seen him do it for so long. James Jones, after what LeBron did last night, should
3: teams fear LeBron's Lakers? Man, I want to say yes, but no. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, this is still the same Laker team that is fighting to get out of the play-in. This is still the same Lakers team with an inconsistent Anthony Davis. You do not know what the role players are going to do for the Los Angeles Lakers night in and night out. We know what LeBron James is. I don't think LeBron James could keep this up and beat these teams that are not in the play-in consistently. So when you talk about fear, the Lakers, if you're talking one game, play-in game, yeah, you should fear Bron. Bron going to make sure he get that one game done. But in a seven-game series, no. I don't think there's no team that's in the Western Conference. Right now, in the playoff pitcher that's your fear, LeBron. Not
2: even the young teams. Think about the one seed you got. There
3: to is pick. nobody. You, what, you talking about OKC? Nobody. I know you ain't talking about that.
2: No, I'm sitting here talking about Minnesota. Nobody.
1: The number
3: one seed. Nobody. Uh-huh. nobody. Remember last year, Sacramento Kings, two seed? We, 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 we talking we talk about the number one seed in, in Anthony Edwards and the Timberwolves. Yeah, I'm just saying. They don't have no fear. <laughs> I might beat him, but Anthony Edwards ain't sitting over here like we scared of the Lakers way down here at the when bottom. When we return, no so no, Nobody? Not in the nobody playoffs.
2: Nobody. Come back to hear Joy's answer, and you might get an album from Shady. I can't guarantee you, though. I can't guarantee you, <laughs> family. Joy caught on to a quick. Lakers came back from down 21 to beat the current four seed LA Clippers. So, Shady, should the Lakers, should they put fear in teams' eyes? Should teams fear Le- LeBron I already Tunders? told y'all, man. Yeah, same question. I already told y'all. You, you want to say it
0: again? Listen, last year it was in the same exact spot, and you said, should they fear him? And everybody they played, they beat. Now, they did run into the, them, them boys up there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> who beating them? Mm. Somebody might beat them, and the Lakers might, ooh, I can see it now.
2: No. LeBron James does it again, the five champions. So no don't F- count them out. Everybody but Denver should fear the Lakers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Joy, where you hey, at least respect them. At least respect the Lakers. That's yeah. all. I'm at least That's Everybody true. We don't like the word
1: fear them. around here.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Respect. Everybody they should, should
1: respect, respect them. them. Yeah. Through 60 games. They are 32 and 28, the ninth seed in the West. Through 60 mm. games last year, they were 28 and 32, the thirteenth seed in the West. <laughs> I know, oh, look, at, look, at look at you! Look at you! It's a new year. It's new things that could happen. Yep. But we doubted them last year. And they went to the Western Conference Finals from a playing game, which is extremely difficult to do. I just think you should respect the fact that LeBron James is capable of doing what he did last night. No, he's not going to be able to do that every single night at the age of 39, nor should anyone expect him to do that. Everyone's going to have to step up. You're going to need contributions from your role players, which, by the way... Every single team that makes it to or wins a championship has to have contributions from their role players Mm -hmm. and their stars have to play well. So it's not really that far fetched to imagine. Now, are they going to have to do more of that because they're not on the same talent level as someone like the Nuggets? Yes. But to say that, you know, it's it's impossible or that we didn't learn anything. uh, I didn't learn anything about LeBron James last night. Might have learned something about the Clippers, to be honest with you. But I think they're in a, they're in a good position. They're not, they'd want to be better right now and be in a better situation than they are in right now. But I think the fact that you have LeBron James, you have a healthy AD, they got a chance. Who would they
3: plan to play in right now if it started today? You know? Eight is... Oh, good. Mavericks. I think Mavericks. Mavericks, is Mavericks.
0: eight eight. Why are you
3: doing that with your eye, though? What you about to take a selfie?
0: Nah, I, I was nah, but you do that I look with laugh. your eye, though. You do that look like what you look? about to like that GQ, that GQ look, like you trying to. <laughs> hey, that's, just how, that's just how, I look, Shady. Don't be doing it, bro. They play the the is right here, now. man. Don't be I doing it. how to find the red. It's light. New cameras. Don't be doing that. Look.
2: <laughs> Family it has been a phenomenal week. When we return, we will show you the highlights of the week. Shady's probably gonna be singing. I don't know what James will be doing. Maybe oh, lifting yeah. weights. I'm I am on there. Yeah, just yeah. don't do that with your eyes. all that, bro. I do not know what he's doing, but I'm glad that
1: you are here, wherever you are. This is speak. Everybody thinks they're froggy until they get tossed around like little mm-hmm. kids. Y'all are the conveyor belt guys. Don't do that.
3: They think they kid going to the pros at seven. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he ain't going nowhere but home and one McDonald's. <laughs>
1: That's why every day I
0: go to the gym and I box. Oh, no doubt. When you do try me one time, I might not be like Ken. <laughs> <laughs> every day I box. Just in case, who else is on TV from the University of Texas? Are you the best of all time? <laughs> I would like to think so. Texas is so you think weak. he has
3: something to lose, though.
0: <laughs> I didn't mean to say that, though. That just
3: slipped off. Oh, that boy's a fool. Oh. <laughs>
2: All right, What a week! What a week! What a week! Shady, what was your uh, what was your highlight of the week?
0: No, I want to apologize as a, as a real friend and, and a man. I didn't mean to say that about Texas. I wasn't coming at
1: you. Just, it just slipped out. For real, I didn't even know. You spoke, you spoke what you
2: spoke really thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They oh, get right yeah. Yeah. For years.
1: get right.
2: years. Eleven Sorry. players from Texas are at the NFL Combine right oh. now. Nope. Money from Pitt, and we'll see how they turn the out. From Pitt, and we'll see how they turn out. Eleven. Okay. That's y'all's whole roster. Oh. Eleven duds. That's <laughs> <laughs> Joy, what was your highlight of the week? Uh, tolerating yeah, a lot the
1: happened this week. I forgot that the, they got tossed around by Cam like that.
2: James Jones? Oh, you better go stretch, big dog. I'm glad you ain't here. Oh, pet. Yeah. Oh, that
3: was my highlight, man. You know, people just doubt my do? strength, man. do it again. You do? 32 of them. Bad. 32
2: at 225 for James Jones. About 17 of them counted. See, I'll get the go. tape for y'all on Monday. Hey. All right, family, that is it hey. for us. Race, Hub is I next. I like the
0: outfit, Trace. Thank there you. Go.